Welcome to Living Aura, your podcast for choosing faith over fear, where I inspire and motivate life-giving promise into your role in your business, your home, and your mind. Hey, I'm Laura Gant, and I am so glad you're here because I'm on a mission to reach people who are seeking to lead from the inside out, to be alive in the aura and energy of flow that attracts abundance for your life. Hello ladies, today my special guest is a life and business coach. Her name is Maria Collins. She's my dear friend and sister in the Lord and fellow Life on Fire sister and she is a mama bear entrepreneur. Welcome Maria. So what is happening in your life? How are you? I'm great. I'm really good. That's that's a lot happening. It's um coaching doing a lot of coaching for the life on fire group the academy doing my own coaching with my clients and then oh, then trying to you know be a mom a wife and just just getting used to this new new life of entrepreneurship mompreneur life and um make sure there's balance and everything that's that's my goal right i just i just I just have been feeling so blessed and so grateful for everything that's in my life right now. Like I'm like, I was telling a lady on Saturday, I was like, I feel like I'm living the life that I asked for. Right. And, and it's a process because I was really, I grew up thinking of eight to five job, right. When I saw other moms, other uh, entrepreneurs having crazy schedule, I was like, why, how, I don't want to do that. But then when you're doing what you love, it doesn't matter. It never feels like work. So it's it's awesome. Yeah, just so grateful. I much prefer it. I love being a business owner, entrepreneur, um, homeschool mommy. I just yeah, that's a whole moment. Ra- like raise those mighty arrows every day. And that's my focus and pouring into them discipline and um there's nothing like it i just yeah exactly the same way you did uh you just said about feeling completely on mission (laughs) for this like i was made for this and i remember looking at this opportunity and wanting it for so long and having to be really diligent with the corporate life for a while and just mm-hmm. waiting, wait for the right time. And it finally came. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's not all uh, rainbows and butterflies, is it? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. I just got, I just got hit with something that happened. I was like, okay, that was, that was the first that, you know, we learn and then make not, not let it happen again. Right. And this is with any area of our lives. I think that's, it's a lot of learning and it's just understanding like when things happen, okay, it happened. I didn't like it. I don't want it to happen again, but I learned right now. I know better next time to do something different. That's yeah. It's, it's not always pretty and flowery, but it's a process and we're always growing and learning and getting better and what we do. So I love it. Yeah. Good. When you're, um, especially when you prayed for something and hoped for it for so long, 
we have to, as Christians, be really mindful to not allow, to not allow um, our blessing or promised land to feel like we're still in the wilderness and to treat it as such um, by complaining. Um, I think we really have to be on, I like to think of myself as like a warrior queen. That's one of the chapters in my book of just fighting for your promise. Um, Mm -hmm. And that means resisting the temptation to complain uh, Mm -hmm. and accepting the weight of the challenges to grow and mature and learn your lesson and to be humble with clients and adapt and pivot and mm-hmm. um, just to be, to be thankful for it. Cause I don't think that God would give us this blessing if he didn't think we were able. And so I try to continually every day tap into God, what do you see in me that you saw before you gave me this mission to be a stay-at-home mom entrepreneur, right? What do you see in me that qualifies me? I try to like adopt his mindset. That's what pivots my whole energy into succeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, is to just like be with him. And so we can, I can be more of Lord, what is, what is the angle and position of my heart towards my hurdle? Yes. And also being aligned with what God wants you to do, right? Because that's, that's the main thing. I think being, uh, being, have a purposeful life for me, it's living my calling and it's, you know, bringing life, bringing light into others' lives and helping other people in any way that I can. And that includes my family, right? My kids, I have the responsibility to raise them and help them become good people and um, and impact the lives of everybody that comes in contact with me, right? So I know who I am and what I'm here for and just use all the gifts and the opportunity and any opportunity that comes up. It's, yeah, it's just, it's just amazing. Okay. That's the, that's the only alignment to be in your God-given purpose. Yes. That alignment will bring you all the ones that you need. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I was, I was soaking in this word this morning about not just trying to be a woman who seeks after more peace, more patience, more kindness, right? The fruit of the spirit in my home and in my heart, but that I would actually be overwhelmed by God himself. So like God is, he has the the fullness of him. He has ready and available for us. He doesn't just want us to have like a little peace here, a little joy here, like to add on to our lives. But if we seek his face, that's where we are completely aligned and have the fullness of him to be the love of Jesus to people. And I think that's where we find rest. It's not the other way around. Yes. Yes. I always pray that in the mornings that God help me be 
more like Jesus and be able to love others and meet them where they are. And no matter what journey, right, help me not to judge, not my humanity come alive and help me to do what you need me to do at that moment and be who you need me to be at that moment and bring the words that you wanted to, for that person to hear, the smile, the hug, whatever that is, let me be your vessel. Use me as you wish, right? To bring light and love and something good to somebody's life and every day. And, and you know, one of the things that's it's really big for me and I love loving and serving and helping others, but the most important part is my family, right? My family is my first ministry. If things are not going well here inside of my house, how can I go out there and help others, right? How can I be an example? How can I um, show the fruits of my life to others? And it's and it's a process, and it's a working, and it you know it's it's a choice every day. It's a choice to be better and do better. And inside of my house first, where sometimes can be the the hardest, right? To deal with emotions and relationships and all that. And my husband and I, we were very intentional with that. And we were very intentional with our kids and all that. So it is a choice. It is a work. It is amazing. And what comes out of it, it is beautiful. But like sometimes the process, right? With any growing process, with any learning process, it's, it's hard. It hurts. It's you need to dig in. You need to let go of things that you don't need anymore. You need to learn to surrender all, to say I'm sorry, to give the right to be right and um, humble yourself and serve even the times that you don't want to serve, right? And do the things that when you don't want to do it, but then the, the results of it are just amazing. <laughs> Most of the time when... I'm wanting or I'm needing to be served right by my husband or to be noticed or loved or want that, that connection. It's often the time that he, he needs it. And I think that there is a power that Jesus, that you get with, when you abide with Jesus, where you're able to, as a Christian woman, able to like be able to give generously to him when you feel like you have nothing. And when you feel like it's your day <laughs> to like, I need this from you and to be able to shift that heart and give it to God and mm -hmm. be able to still have open ears and open heart to listen to what he needs and what he's, he's going through and then be able to supernaturally through Jesus have him flow through you so that you have what it takes to pour into him. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. We're going to take a quick break from today's episode to just see where you are. How is your life going? I know that over here at Living Aura, we are dedicated to building up women in their God-given purpose as a mompreneur, wife, and daughter of Jesus. We want to equip you with the word of God in bite-sized lessons to achieve monthly success, fulfilling your living well, so that you can live out a flourishing life and marriage and purpose for the kingdom of God. I know that so many times we can get lonely in our walk with God or think we're too busy to pray or not know how to pray. Think of this as your personal invitation from me to you for your next level up in your heart, marriage, and purpose. 
when you get the support from these monthly lessons, these journal prompts, and the guest speakers that I host, I know that you will soon be soaring, believing for more, and thriving in your relationship and roles. Join today at lauragant.com forward slash living aura, or just click on the link in today's episode show notes. Now let's get back to today's episode. I heard the other day, uh, what was that? Somebody I heard, I think on the radio, and I have seen this before, that a relationship is not a 50-50%, right? A husband and wife relationship. Sometimes you come with 90% and your husband will come with 10%, right? It's just understanding what's happening, right? What can I do better now? How can I serve my husband? How can I help him so he can flourish in whatever he needs to do right now? And he will do the same, right? When times come that I need to show up in 10% and he will need to be the 90%. But for me in my relationship, it was also a process because I was, I grew up being very independent, going after my things. And like, I would never submit, submit to a husband. I would never be dependent to a husband. Like all that I had, that was my mindset, right? So when I got married, that was, hard because I didn't want to I didn't want to be the 90 percent and him being the 10 percent it wasn't fair right I would be doing more than but that was a learning process that God worked me through it and he put specific situations and learning um and periods and, and seasons in our marriage that I was able to learn and understand. And now I'm like, okay, if I need to be there 100%, okay, I know this is not going to be forever. It's just this time, it's, you know, it's just this season. And I'll be there 100% for my husband. And then I know he will be the same thing for me if if it comes to it. So this, it, we learn to communicate, right? To be very communic- communicative to each other and being grateful, being grateful when the other one is needing to show more and we know this and saying thank you you know there's some days like he if he needs to come home late um he and you know I took care of everything that he would do at that night and then he just he's just so grateful he's like thank you for showing up and doing all this tonight I really appreciate you so that you know that is like loving each other the way because my 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 uh, love language is words of affirmation and he knows that, right? So he will come and he will tell me how grateful he is for the work that I'm doing. And uh, service is another one because as a mom, while I'm doing everything a lot, all the time, it's like, okay, I need to be served too. So <laughs> he knows that. And he, will, he will love me well the way that I need to be loved. So that's that's amazing. But yeah, it's yes. it's a process of learning and knowing, right? being correct and knowing when your husband like okay I see that he's he's needing more of this this time you know more love more whatever that is that he's in need that you'll be there for for him know to communicate it will help with anything that's happening right the the ways of loving your partner and um communicate your feelings but it's for me this is how I communicate before I would let emotions come up and then I would spit up everything with a tone of voice, the wrong tone of voice and maybe the wrong words that I didn't want to say. So sometimes I would hold it back not to hurt him. So I learned that that is okay if it started getting hot, right? The, the, 
the conversation is getting hot, it's okay to say, I need a pause. I need to, to have time with God and, you know, go and we'll come back to this. But right now I can't say anything else because I'm going to hurt you. And that's not what I want. And then, you know, just take the time and understanding sometimes your partner is not ready to have that conversation, but just like, so we created, we created um, ways to communicate in our relationship that helps a lot. So we're really two strong-minded persons here in my relationship. And like, we used to get defensive, right? Like if somebody said something, it would get defensive. And then that, that conversation ends right there. Nobody's going anywhere, right? Because it's just attacking and defending, attacking and defending. So we had a communication that like, when I'm telling you something, I I love you and I got your back and I'm here to help you be the best person you can, right? So what we do when we have to say something like that, I, the first thing I'll say is say, hey, baby, I got to say something, but I, I don't want you to get defensive. So he knows he's not going to like what I'm going to say, but I'm like, I love you. And this is for your best. And then we'll talk through it. And, you know, and it's sometimes he needs to think about it. And he does the same for me. Right. So it's like giving the feedback to each other. Like here's areas that you might need to change something to get better. Here are the things that I see like with each other, with timing together, if we're not feeling connect. Um, so the communication is, is very good. It's very important. And learning to communicate, right, the, the voice. And even when, like, with their family and in front of the kids, the way we're talking to the kids, we have a cue word. Like, if we're, the way we're talking is not appropriate, we say, what's your tone? And that we need to turn off because the way we're talking, that's not, that's either too loud. It's either, it's not working. It's it's not the way it should be. Uh, And other things that I used to do that was really harmful to him was that I, I would focus on the negative, right? He was trying to help example in the kitchen, he would do the dishes and he will leave stuff behind instead of being grateful for it and say, oh, thank you for doing the dishes. I would say, but you didn't do this, 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 and this, right? And then it would be like, you always leave this. You never do the always and never words. And until he started telling me, he's like, I feel like I can't do anything for you because I, everything I do, everything is wrong. Yeah. And that, that like hit me. Have too like, high of expectations and never, never can meet them. Absolutely. And that hit me. And I was like, okay, that's not what I wanted to do. And then like, when I stopped and I taught about it, it was like the stuff that the way I was raised up, right? Things that my, the baggage that I brought with me. And I'm like, I don't want this for myself and I, I need to let go. So it took him telling me those things a few times and me being very intentional with the things that come out of my mouth, the words that I say, especially towards my husband, and I need to say what I want to see, right? And not what I don't want to see. So it's shifting to being grateful. And um, even if it is something that's missing, right? If something that he didn't do all the way through or wasn't completed or like I expected, like setting my expectations, if I will say something, it's 
make sure I, I stay with love, right? I say the way that's like, I, I don't want, I'm not against you. I'm just saying you missed this part, right? And one of our core values as a family is excellence. So we use that a lot. Like you, this is not excellence. So that will say everything. <laughs> Even our kids, like our kids do stuff. I was like, this is not excellent. You got to pick up. And they will say right back at, the, at us if we do stuff halfway through. They're like, yeah, this is not excellent. So we're like, okay. <laughs> and with that, I think there's another layer of that, uh, a motive that could help. I think a, a lot of women, even when your spouse is not having a great attitude towards you and um, and you're trying to be, uh, graceful and generous and kind with your words and your tone and your behavior and your conduct. Right. I think the thing to press into is that is to remember this one thing is, uh, that you're doing everything to, as service unto the Lord. If you, if you wash the dishes, if you forgive, if you serve your family and put them first with a heart that comes out of serving as unto the Lord instead of serving because it's your duty or responsibility or position or title or um, out of an energy from that you're only getting from them. Um, I think you're going to fail if it's not unto the Lord, because he's calling us to love our family and our spouse with his love. So when they're out of whack, it doesn't, we have to reflect Jesus even when they're, when they are. And I think that that position of your heart, like it, it woos your spouse, it draws them and like breaks down walls of offense. And, um, it might take a couple of days, might take a couple of weeks, but if you are pressing into the presence of God and staying staying with him, he will ignite you and give you everything you need to continue that path of pouring out. And I think that that's, I think your husband will start to see that um, no matter how ugly things could get with being unteachable or things not communicating right. um, If we stay on mission for doing it unto the Lord with and then the way to communicate, right? Not letting the emotions, my, my old self would scream it all out. And right. And like, You're not doing this to me, but my new, like my new version, right? The, the, the one that, ta- that learned a lot, it will, it will ask God first. I would pray to God, what is the right time? And God give me the right words because I don't want to create a fight here. I just want to bring to light something that's not and then usually will be like i know this is not who you are this is not from your heart you must be dealing with some things there's something i can help you with right can i pray for you and then that comes back what you said the serving the loving and meeting him where he is like is there something i can pray for you what what is it that you're facing is that you know let's let's do this together and then and then if the enemy is trying to do something again, right, kill, steal, and destroy what he does all the time against your marriage and your family, we'll break that right there. We'll bring it to light and we'll say, okay, not here, not today. This right. is a God's house. This is a 
we have a relationship for God and and that will break that yeah. pattern. You said something so key. I loved it. I just want to uh, say it again. You said when you when you see something that's out of line, you want to bring it to light. But the first thing you do, you said you go to God and you pray mm-hmm. and you got that's like getting your spirit in check. God, help me that I can go to my husband and bring this to light. But you don't do it first. You go to God first so that you can have this humility that develops Mm -hmm. instead of you coming to him with teaching, instruction, correcting kind of spirit, um, wounded spirit. You're able to go give that to God and instead come to your husband and then be a a friend, a support, Mm -hmm. a cheerleader, a protector, a prayer warrior. Yes, because I want to make sure this is not my flesh, right? It's not my feelings. It's not my humanity coming against whatever that is. And I want to make sure I have the right words and whatever God wants that needs to be seen and brought to light that would, I will help my husband, right? And, and for the best, for blessings, for rebuking anything that's not from God in his life, in our life, in our house, whatever that is. Right. Right. That's awesome. That, that is the picture and the summary of like who he calls us wives, godly wives to be. It's uh, like, we go to war too, to protect him. It's not all about um, the husband protecting, being the protector provider. Like it is, we also in the spirit by deferring all of our emotions and getting those in check with Jesus. And in that way, we can bring this safety to mm-hmm. him to build a trust and that trust builds respect and that respect builds an honor. Uh, and mm-hmm. then he feels like he, us women, like we want to feel known and seen, but when mm-hmm. men, they want to feel respected and um, this really deep knowing that you are there doing for his good, mm-hmm. doing things for his good. And you perfectly described how you do that for your husband's good. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's not easy, right? But the pot, like you said, the power that we have as wives. And as moms, the authority that we have, that God gave us to pray and protect our families, that's one of the things. I do it every morning. I pray over my husband and my kids. I pray ahead of protection of them, over them, that they uh, their days go well. And also, that's that. And that's also the power of what we say, right? And it comes back to communication. That's a big thing what we speak out, we are always prophesying over our family. And either you're saying good things or bad things, you bring that to life. So I am very intentional to whatever I say is what I want to see it. And that will come and that does make a difference. And that change is changing your um, your way of seeing things, right? Instead of focusing on the negative, let's bring the positive to life. So you see more of that, whatever you focus on will flourish, right? So the more you speak life into that, it's what's going to 
come alive. That's what we do over our kids as well. And and ev- everything, right? The one one of the things that come to my mind is I learned, I saw it somewhere. And I think it was a friend of mine that posted on social media, so social media a while ago, something about laundry. And it's like, um, it was something that she didn't like laundry, but she's grateful that she has a husband to do a laundry for. And that clicked me really big because I don't like doing laundry at all. And like I pick a day and I do laundry all day. So that whole day, that's what it's in my head. I'm grateful that I have a husband and I have two amazing kids that I get to do laundry for, that I get to get their their, their clothes clean and soft. And then when they wear, they're going to feel good about it. And that's what's going over my mind. But it's like, I do not like it at all. <laughs> I used to feel like that about cooking. And then the Lord was like, no, I'm going to use this. Um, and I, I had to let go of that. I don't like this. I don't want to do this. It was like rooted in a bunch of fear. Like I'm going to burn everything. It's going to taste horrible. (laughs) Or, and it was rooted in like imposter stuff. Like my sisters are better than I am or whatever. And so I really just had to, like, when I got married, I was like, this is, I'm going to become an awesome cook. And just every day um, replaced that negative thought and vibe around cooking with a positive one. And where I started just purposefully just attacking the, mm-hmm. <laughs> that area of, of unqualification. And so I just started like teaching myself and watching videos and looking up new recipes and trying to let it become creative and, and like feed life into it, right? And so like the more I fed it, the more it actually came alive mm-hmm. and, and became something I now am really good at and enjoy. And mm-hmm. now I'm finally seeing, I would have never see, had this reward before if I had just stuck with that old mentality of, I don't like to do this and I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. but now it is so rich. Like I feel so full and like, I'm happy now. And just knowing, yeah, knowing that I get to put those five plates down on my table and, and feed these, (laughs) my family. And just, um, even if they don't ever say thank you, I still, Mm -hmm. I still am feeling that reward because, I chose to like conquer that and allow Jesus to come invade an area that I was not happy with. And I think that's such a tiny example, but really practical one that you could also, you know, take and use in a lot of different spiritual ways too. But yeah. Yeah. And the big thing you said that it's the mindset, right? You stop thinking of the way I can't do it. I don't like to do it too. I will do it. And it's, oh, I have to do it. Instead, you think I get to do it. It's an opportunity. It's an owner to do this, right? I get to do this for my family. And it's amazing how many people out there are praying to have what you have right now or praying to get to do what you get to do. So we always have to think, if if you switch 
your your way of thinking, right? Your mindset with you go with anything. Mm-hmm. Everything gets better and happier and joyful, right? Because you transform the way that you thought cooking was into a totally different one. And like you 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 had the awareness. What was that? What was causing those feelings and those thoughts towards cooking? And you shift. That's the, the, the importance, right? You you when you have awareness, that's the first step. You yes. know something is not working the way you, you you want it, or you're not getting what you want out of it. Okay, so it's not working. So what am I doing? What what do I need to learn? What is God showing me? What do I need to shift in my head so this experience will be different? It will be the way that I want. So we have that power, right? God gave us that power. Um, he says in the in the Bible, your mind, the verse that say the renew of your mind, right? We we can re- renew our mind, especially if we're in the Word of God. With the Word of God, that's how we will renew and we'll rejoice because He teaches us. It's all there, how to be happy, how to be joyful, how to be grateful, all of the things he teaches us and his word. So when you're in the word, you can renew your mind to the right direction so you can accomplish the things that you want and be happier and joyful and have the fullest of life, right? Because he has plans for us, plans to prosper us, give us a hope and future and all the good things. But then we come in the middle and we can block all that from happening because he also gave us the free will to do whatever we want yeah absolutely he does like i had a i had a choice you had a choice for the laundry (laughs) and at first all you can see is what you don't want yeah you can probably list some things like uh about in your marriage or in your job um at home like you don't want but when you said something key when you ask God to open up your eyes and open up your heart to be, can he, and then gives you the, his vision to mm-hmm. unlock, like then release what you're holding on to so tightly that is keeping you from a shift. And for me, it was once I did that, I was then able to go back in my childhood or in those places in my life that, um, was events that took, ha- took place and go to that place and visit like that version of me and be like, it's okay. You don't have to hold on to this anymore. Love her, accept her, forgive her, whatever she held on to for so long. And now I'm this version and it's okay to let go and then become someone new and do, do different, like different and not hold on to the pain that no longer serves me for where I'm going. Yes. Well, you're saying that I remember the other day, it was a, tu- a Tuesdays are the days that I do laundry. So it was a Tuesday night and I was talking to my husband and he was frustrating with something. And I was like, hey, I got to do laundry all day today. My favorite thing. And then I did this and that, and that, and that. So, and I'm still smiling here. So what, what's happening there? Can you just change your mindset, your spirit, your energy? That's not bringing anything good here right now. And he looked at me and he's like, you don't like to do laundry? It's like, no, not one little bit. He's like, wow, you do it so well. It's like, yeah, excellence is also my core value. So everything I do, I want to do with excellence, right? So 
It doesn't mean I like to do it, but I want to do it with smile on my face and singing and dancing. And because my my child is watching me, usually he's playing around and seeing what I'm doing. And I wanted him to see that I have joy, even though it's not my favorite thing to do. But I'm doing with love because I'm doing for God, right? Everything that I'm doing it. I'm doing for God and trying to be more like Jesus. Little ones, they're sponges. Mm-hmm. You know, your mission isn't just to um, serve with a happy heart for your family. It's also to, you're leading. You're the leader for them. You are, and I love that. I think it's such a blessing. I love when my children are watching and learning and taking in, like, how is mommy going to handle this? <laughs> oh, she didn't get upset. And then the next thing you know, like they're trying it out for themselves. Things right now it's going on with my 11 year old. He, when I'm crying, like sometimes I'm, when I'm praying, God fills me with like compassion for other people. And I start crying and he thinks I'm upset, but it's so cute. He comes over and he just immediately like there's kids are so in tune. Yeah, they, they, you don't have to ask for help like they or tell them what's going on. They just know. And my boys immediately like stop, like they put down their Minecraft <laughs> and they run over and are you OK, mom? And they're rubbing my back and praying for me. Like my 11 year old just starts praying. Like I ask in the name of Jesus that she would flow in the fruit of the spirit and your spirit would come over here and she would be blessed. And I love that. Like he's doing that because I show him that example. And it it reminds me to keep going, keep doing hard things that you don't want to do, Mm. not just for the glory of God, not just for a testimony, not just for fruit in your house, not just for being a gift to your, but we're raising the next generation of warriors, uh, God's awesome army to send them out as mighty warriors. So that, that alone should pivot any kind of bad energy (laughs) and, and offense, right. Um, Just to, to, if we just can ponder that daily and know that um, what a gift and Mm -hmm. a blessing it is to have little men were raising and little women were raising to go out and exemplify the love of Jesus. Not only that, hopefully they learn more on their own than where and go farther than where I can lead them, but because of our example in the home. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I love it. Isn't that, doesn't that make your heart like so happy when your yes. kids came and prayed for you and yeah. That's so full. (laughs) Yes. And then I want to see them do it for their friends. Hmm. To go out and like be, be the person who is not swayed by peer pressure, but is the leader who stops and says, can I pray for you? Can I show you some kindness, kindness, or what do you need today? Or how can I help you today to be that person? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do in our but house. But if us as busy moms are 
not exemplifying that. We're not stopping on the side of the road when we need to help somebody or because we're too busy or right. There's so many areas where we could want something to our child for our child to go out and do for the kingdom of heaven. But if we are not doing it first, how are they supposed to learn? They they could learn it from, you know, youth pastors or their own walk with God. Right. Mm -hmm. But isn't that we are supposed to be excellent stewards of this responsibility. Thank you so much for listening in today to the living aura show. I hope you gain massive value and take action on this lesson. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have iTunes, do me a favor and go give an honest review. I hope you're going to give me a five star, right? (laughs) That's the way to get this message out to more people in the world. Share the link on your social media, share the wealth. That's how we can give back and inspire others, especially now more than ever. Go out and be inspiring and be fully alive in your aura and energy that attracts abundance.